Hey guys, welcome to the show. I'm Jillian. And I'm Annika. And this is To the Fandom and Beyond, where we talk about anything and everything fandom related. For those of you who are back for another episode, we're so glad to have you here. And for those of you who are just joining us, we're also very glad to have you with us. In case you don't already know, this podcast is just going to be us talking off the cuff about the many things we love and also don't love about movies and TV. And maybe we'll throw in a book or two now and then. Hopefully you guys will enjoy what we're putting out each episode and continue to listen to us, so stay tuned. So, Jillian, last uh, couple weeks back, we talked about OTPs, right? Yes, we did. So this week, what are we talking about? We are talking about bro-TPs. And for those who don't know what a bro-TP is, it's essentially OTPs, but for friendships, for, you know, bromance and OTP, you got bro-TP. Exactly. It's so awesome. So the best kind of, you know, the best kind of friendships where you would die for each other, but you're not in love, you know? It's right. It's just think the best most, friends. I think most people, when they think bro-TPs, they usually think of, like, male friendships, which makes sense. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there are some female bro-TPs out yeah. there, I'm sure. Of course, there's, you know, like Rosa and Rosa Diaz and Amy Santiago. They could be considered a bromance, you know. Yeah, they they have TP, Yeah, I'm they sure. have that kind of dynamic. Um, there's even, uh, who am I thinking of? Um, even, like, Sarah Lance and Felicity Smoke. They're, yes. they're basically a bro-TP there. Um, but this week specifically, I, at least, b- both of us really yeah. are focusing each on two bromances yeah. that are males. You know, they're yeah. they're the guys. Um, I think it's just because, like, your brain just kind of naturally, for, at least yeah. for us, our brains kind of just naturally went to the male friendships Yeah, which love. is, which, I mean, you see a lot more of. Because, honestly, we need to see more solid... Female friendships. Yes, but also, like, with, like, male friendships, we need to see more that... I don't know what I'm trying to say with it, but just more male friendships that are healthy and good friendships, you know, that they're not, they don't shy away from showing each other how much they care about each other. Yeah. And that, um, that leads into the very, to one of the first ones that I'm specifically going to talk about, which is, uh, Ray Palmer and Nate, uh, what's his last name? Nate Haywood. Nate Haywood from Legends of Tomorrow. Oh, and if any of you guys haven't seen it, please go and watch it. It's, it's on, on Netflix. Netflix. It is it is so worth I it mean, to watch. It, yes, it will make more sense if you watch like Arrow and Flash before, kind but of. also but also it is very easy to just watch it. Right. Because they had their first their their pilot episode has um Green Arrow and Flash. And in so you it. kind of you kind of get the gist of what's going on. But after that you really don't need to watch the other shows to watch yeah. Legends. So Nate and Ray are probably like the ultimate bromance, if we're being honest. One of the like, ultimate, yeah. They there is no episode where they shy away from being so loving of each other. Like, like they're it so is the best. It's it's beautiful and you see it especially in and this is going to be a spoiler for those who haven't finished it or who haven't seen it. Um, in this last season, Nate uh, Ray left with his new wife Nora. Right, so they left. They're Very sad. Ray and Nate's goodbye oh, kills so, me. It was so heartwarming and heartbreaking because, at the same time. Because they were so Nate was so mad at him for a few minutes because for leaving. he didn't tell him exactly that he was leaving. He's 
Because he said, he's like, I'm happy for you that you've got this new life. I'm just upset because you didn't tell me yes. that you were going. And it was heartbreaking, heartbreaking to watch. But, but I was so, so beautiful. But And, like, just their friendship in general. Like, it's I don't so even pure. remember how it started because it's I just... I think it was just one of those... Because, it was just natural. Because Ray was in it from the pilot episode. Yeah. Nate didn't come in until, I want to say, season two yeah, I think is so. when he came in. Um, And so then I think it just kind of progressed the two of them started hanging out and they're just and they became science bros and, and even and right i think that's what yeah, they call it was, themselves. yeah they were science bros but even not just nate and ray together but also nate ray and berad when he oh, comes in they're their little bromance berad and nate and ray just have this cute little like just loving this little trio of and it's the cutest being best friends but like nate and ray specifically have a very open relationship like they're just kind of like they're, best friends they're not they're not shy about telling each other that they love each other yeah. and that they're that they're each other's best friends. I mean, of course, usually, usually it's and it's one of my favorites. My favorite scenes between them is when they clap each other on the shoulder and it's just like, "I love you, man. I love you." Yeah. And then they're like, "Oh, I love and you too, like, bro." They're looking right and into like, the other's eyes and they're not shy about and, it. Okay, and especially I think it was the end of season four. Yeah, because we're going into season six, right? I think so. Yeah. Okay. So the end of season four when they rescue Nate and they get him back mm. and just no 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 it was they were rescuing Ray and then they rescued Nate and just that whole interaction of him being like bro you went to hell and saved me and he's just like yeah you would do it for me too well I kind of just did yeah. like it was just so it was so, so adorable beautiful. it so was pure. they were so cute just the way they talk to each other and the way they talk about each other to other people mm-hmm. and what i really need in the next season is for there to be moments where Nate is on the ship and he mentions how he just got off a video call with Ray and yeah. Nora or he's like, yeah, you know, I hope, like, I want them to, like, keep mentioning Ray. Like, yeah. I want Nate especially to keep mentioning Ray so that we know that they still stay in touch because I, they're best friends. I need Nate, I need Ray and Nora to make a cameo in the next season and it, like, turns out that they have, like, a daughter, mm-hmm. and Nate is, like, the best uncle in the world, yes. and takes her on time travel missions without telling Ray and Nora. Even if they don't, like, physically appear on the show, I just need it to be mentioned mm-hmm. that, you know, what's going on in their life, and for, like, Nate to be consistently excited about it. Exactly. It just, it would make sense. the best friend. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, another one that, they don't, shy away from being like loving with each other but also with um your one of yours one of mine which which is uh jake and charles jake and charles okay (laughs) i love brooklyn 99 so much you guys i'm pretty sure i've mentioned it before um i cannot wait for the new season but jake and charles are so great and i think honestly i think it's more of I feel like Charles is definitely heavier on the bromance part <laughs> yes, than Jake is. is. I mean, obviously, you know, Jake Jake loves Charles. Like, he's his best friend. But Charles is definitely more out committed. there. He's, he's more he's, committed. He's way more committed and is a lot, a little bit more aggressive in his friendship <laughs> with Jake. I mean, if anybody has seen um, the latest season finale... Um, when Jake... Spoilers for those of you who haven't seen Brooklyn Nine-Nine... But when Jake is trying to get back to the precinct or the hospital um, to be there for the birth of his son, and when they realize that they might not make it on time, and Charles is just like, oh, my purpose is clear, to get you back in time to see the birth of your son. And uh, Jake's just like, well, you are a grown man with your own your own dreams. And Charles is just like, my 
purpose. He is so much in love with Jake as a like a friend. Yeah. Like he's like, You are my best friend. He's and very I attached. love you, man. He's very so he's very supportive of Jake too. Oh yeah, he really is. Like and you know, Jake is supportive of Charles of, yeah. as well, of course. You know, he teases him and, you know, makes fun of him as friends do. But at the end of the day he he will, you know, go out of his way to help Charles when he needs it. And we've seen it in multiple episodes mm-hmm. where they both kind of go out of their way or kind of go the extra mile mm-hmm. to be there for the other one and to support them and, you know, be their best friend. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, those two, of course, the both the first two, you know, Nate and Ray and Jake and Charles, they're both, you know, ultimate bromances. But um, the other two that we're going to talk about are more of, like, brothers brother yeah. bromance yeah um so of course the one that i got you into um and let me let me say okay when i first started watching teen wolf it was a couple years ago and i'd started watching it online um and then i kind of you know kept going and then it got taken offline and i was like okay this is upsetting well, it was on netflix and then it got taken off netflix and then Naturally. yeah and then it got put online so i watched it and then i got you involved in it yes. and the ultimate the one friendship that everybody focuses on the most in that show is scott and styles mm, and the thing about scott and styles is they're not just best friends they are brothers and they've said it i'm sure if, multiple episodes yeah and if anyone and the one specific episode where you really see it come into play mm-hmm. is in Motel California. Oh, I was just thinking the same one. Which is a very intense very episode. Intense, and I mean, but very good. Then again, for Teen Wolf, all the episodes are intense. Right. But, but this episode is this very, very much you see the lengths that Styles will go to for Scott. Right. It, because you, if for anybody who's watched the show, Scott, or not Scott, Styles is pretty much the only one who's not like consistently a supernatural being exactly so he's like the one that's usually not affected by like the wolf spain yeah or um whatever else yeah. they have you yeah know? so you we kind of see him in the in the episode itself we have you know you have scott getting affected by the wolf spain and he lights one of the he lights one of the um the flares the flares on the that's on the school bus he lights it on on he lights it and then he pours gasoline over himself and he's standing there he's standing in this puddle he's ready he's ready to basically take his own life and he's just like you know i don't matter what is the point i couldn't save everyone Mm -hmm. and styles being his brother being his best friend steps steps into the gasoline and he tells him he's like I'm not letting you do this. If you do this, I'm going you're with taking you. me with you. Exactly. And you see that you just see how much he cares and just like, he's like, I'm not letting you do this by, you know, he's tells right. him, you know, he's like, you're my best friend, Scott, you're my brother. Mm-hmm. He's, he's like, this is, you know, we are together. And you see it in the first season, you see a little bit more of like the goofy side of their relationship right. because it's the beginning, you know, the, their story is starting out and you're kind of seeing um, when, you know, you're seeing Styles helping Scott go through his first transformations. Right. Um, which is really funny to watch all of those episodes. Mm-hmm. But, um, I think one of the scenes, a couple of the scenes that get me the most with those two specifically is, um, I think one when, uh, it's in season five, season five, episode 11, I believe, when, um, Sheriff Stalinsky is injured and he's, you know, hurt and he's in the hospital 
and Styles realizes that Scott didn't help, you know, he didn't basically, he didn't protect Stilinski, he didn't protect right. the sheriff, so he pummels, he just, like, pummels into him and just is beat, and he's just like, you know, why weren't you there, why weren't you helping him, and it's heartbreaking to watch, because you finally see, you finally see their relationship kind of snap, after mm-hmm. all this tension is put on it, you finally see it snap, but then you see them repair it in the end, you know, right. they, cause thankfully, they couldn't, they can't, it isn't Teen Wolf without Scott and Styles as no. best friends. Um, if they were ever, if they'd ever spent too much time having the two of them on the outs, I don't think the show would have worked as no, no, well. No. And I think also <clears throat> um, a good kind of indication of their, you know, relationship is, I want to say, I, I believe it's season, it's in season six, the final season, when you know, they all forget who Styles is. They don't remember right, him. Right, And you see that Scott is just kind of like, he. there's something missing. Mm-hmm. There's something there that should be in his he life. Can, he feels it. He just doesn't know what exactly. it is. Exactly. And we really, and they just have this beautiful, beautiful brotherhood. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're brothers, they're best friends. They have some great moments together. Um, wonderful, wonderful. They have some awesome moments of being best friends. Um, and them hyping each other up and it's so like great. when, when Styles has his panic attack and Scott goes in to help him, he's just like, you're okay. You're okay. You're fine. Um, and all of those little, all of the little moments together. And I know like, we don't know how they met. Obviously they never talk about it, but one of my favorite things is everyone's <laughs> the theory that has gone out there that when this they were great. like, I think they were, I think it said that they were five and Scott was building a sandcastle on the beach. And Styles and, walked over and peed on it. And they became best friends, which, I mean, completely works it for the works, characters. It definitely works for the characters. Exactly. And, like, even even when you see um, in season three, which I will put this out there, season three is the best season Oof. of Teen Wolf. And three A, was it 3A or 3B? Both. The entire season well, three, but 3B specifically, right. because 3B was the uh, Nogitsune and Kitsune's right. best. Really the best. Void Styles. Void Styles was hands down Peak. the best. Um, and watching Scott deal with Void Styles, knowing that it was his best friend, that it was his brother, is just... Insanely incredible. It really is. And, like, the scene, and I've seen it on Pinterest a lot, is of the scene when Styles, as the Nogitsune, he stabs Scott through the chest, or through the stomach with the, the, um, the sword. I don't remember what, what it's called, but he stabs him through with it, and you can see that Styles is crying and mm-hmm. you realize that it's not the fox that's crying it's Styles crying because he's hurting his brother he's right. hurting his best friend and he doesn't want to but he doesn't have a choice at this point you know mm-hmm. he's he's not in control exactly and even when you know when he's um even when he's getting you know diagnosed in a sense with mm-hmm. hit with the um dementia which isn't real in the end you see, you know, Scott, he hugs him. He's just like, it's okay, you know, we're, we're going to find mm-hmm. a way, you know, we'll, we'll do something. It's just like, they have the they best. They have such a beautiful friendship. They're honestly, they're honestly probably my favorite bromance. They're my favorite friendship because there's nothing they don't know about each other. There's mm-hmm. nothing they wouldn't do for each other. Right. And we, we see it multiple times throughout the show, yeah. how far they're willing to go for the other. Yeah, like, and, I mean, Styles alone as a regular human being is willing to put himself through all this supernatural stuff so that he can be there and 
protect and support his best friend even though he's protecting him half the time with a baseball bat yeah one of my favorite one of my favorite recurring things is when um is when agent mccall scott's dad shows up Mm -hmm. and you see you don't you know it's one of those things where like unless you have a best friend like that you don't really understand what it Mm -hmm. is but like the fact that styles is um gives gives attitude to Scott's dad because right. he knows how how Agent McCall was. Right. He understands, like, you put them through all this crap. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you crap right back because you deserve it. Right. And it's like, unless you have a best friend like that, you, you don't, don't understand yeah. how... You don't understand. It's like, I have friends where I'm easily like, oh, yeah, I hate them for you because I know they hurt you. Right, and right. it's And it's so, it's so perfect. And, like, even... I, I'm sure Scott would have done the same thing you know, had it been a relative of Styles, right? You know, I'm I'm sure it would have been the same deal, mm-hmm. and it's just wonderful. Um, and the other one that are like brothers is yours. Yes, uh, Sean and Gus from the TV show Psych. If you guys have not seen Psych, I highly, highly recommend it. It's eight seasons, seven or eight seasons. Eight seasons. Eight seasons is so funny, and like with Teen Wolf. Gus and Sean are the core of the show. Like, they yeah. are, two, like, the two central characters of the show. And it's another one of those situations where they were best friends as children, and so they grew up, and they just spent so much time together that they know everything about each other. They would do anything for each other. I mean, the whole premise of the show is that Sean wants to open a psychic detective agency and drags Gus along with him, and exactly. Gus is just like, you know what? whatever might as well you're my best friend somebody's got to keep you in check you know and And so he goes along on all these crazy cases with sean because honestly part of it is probably because he's the only one that could quote unquote keep sean under control (laughs) even though he really can't sometimes and i think some of my favorite things about the show with sean and gus is all the flashbacks we see basically almost every episode every episode has a flashback to their childhood that somehow relates to the current yeah. case that they're working on. And they have on. some great ones. And you definitely see them riling each other up a lot. Right. And, it, like, I think a lot they, of it is, like, unintentional sometimes. Right. They will... They'll antagonize the other on purpose sometimes. Exactly. In order to get the other one to kind of do what they want. Exactly. They, it's like they know how to push the other's buttons. Usually, though, usually it's Sean to Gus. Right. He's usually the one to be, like, to kind of push it. And Gus is like... Oh, man oh and he Come ends on, up doing son. it yeah he ends up doing it and it's like right it's the like, nicknames that they have for each other usually sean towards gus again yeah <laughs> and and it's funny though because usually gus is just like yeah he just goes along with he it just goes along I, with i'm it. honestly wondering if like that's how it was when they were kids too if i would, would not be surprised nicknames i would not be surprised it would at make all. complete sense and and you know it's if you guys have seen the show and the two who the two um movies that they made as well you see that like they're so close with each other that they literally won't live in a separate <laughs> city from each other. Yeah. Which... Because the show, the entire show is set in Santa Barbara, but then at the end of the series, um, Sean. Juliet, who is Sean's girlfriend, she moves to, I want to say San Francisco or San Diego. I think I it's San Diego. I want to say San Francisco. It, it's one of the Sands. One of the two. It's one of the two. So she ends up, you know, moving up there and He's kind of, like, going back and forth for a bit. Um, and then he decides to, you know, move up there permanently with her. And then Gus, realizing what's going on, is like, what are you doing? I'm coming with you guys. Like, yeah. you're not going to move without me. And so, you know, these two grown men that could easily live <laughs> in separate cities 
but they're like, nah. Yeah. Nah, we gotta stay in the same city. And I mean, it you makes... No, I'm sure there's, there was some point when they had lived in separate places, I, you know? Because, I don't know. I mean... Oh, well, I guess, cause yeah, because Sean did come back. Because Sean was, like, traveling, I think, for yeah. a while. Or just kind of, was, like, moving from living place to place. But, I mean, hey, we don't know. Maybe Gus went with him a few times and then decided, hey, I'm gonna move back here, you know? We, we don't truly, know. We truly don't know. I, but I just... I love their friendship so much. I'm obsessed with the show. Yeah. It's so great. And their friendship, like I said, is, like, the core of the show. Because yeah. pretty much everybody believe well everybody doesn't believe but everybody's under the impression or is being told that sean is a psychic where his father and his best friend gus are the only two that actually know the truth yeah and the fact that gus is basically committing a felony by (laughs) keeping this secret from the police department. It's like that is because real. Because Sean is his best friend. That is a real best friend. That is a real best friend. Somebody that will commit keep a crime your, for keep you. your secrets and hide the body with you. you know? <clears throat> so let me just say this: if you if your best friend isn't willing to commit a felon for felony for you, they are not a true best friend. Right. It's like it's like that. There's this old photo from like it's been around for a while. It's the one where it's like you know best friend. A, you know a friend will. Um, bail you out of jail, but a best friend will be sitting in the cell next to you saying that was awesome. Yeah, exactly. You know? And that is definitely Sean and Gus, and that's definitely Scott and Styles. you mm-hmm. know? <clears throat> it just, it makes sense. And then, of course, you know, uh, Nate and Ray, Nate and Ray also, that could be considered, but then you have, like, Jake and Charles, which would be more towards the bailing them out kind of thing. Right. Um, But, like, Sean and Gus, they have, Sean and Gus and Scott and Styles. I feel like, are very... They're, they're very paralleled to each other. I could see that. In, that. in that Gus and Gus and Scott are the more level-headed ones who kind right. of, like, stay on the ground. Whereas Styles and Sean are very much like, let's go, let's go, let's go. Yeah, they're very energetic puppy dogs that just exactly. want to keep going, just want to keep but doing But also, something. they have their moments of being like, no. They do this have is... their, their vulnerable moments. You, de- you, you... you see a few moments of Sean on the show being a little bit more open, a little bit more vulnerable. Yeah, vulnerable. vulnerable. But um, most of the time, he is you know he uses humor as a coping mechanism. Exactly, and he uses humor to cover up pain. And, and that's whatnot. exactly what Styles does. You know, he mm-hmm. does the same thing. And then I like this. I never thought to parallel the two. Yeah, before. I know. I didn't think about it until doing this. And, I might you know, have to go online now and talk about it. Talk about these parallels. And of course, we'll and, of, see. and then of course you have you know uh, Scott and Gus who are very much like trying to keep their best friend level-headed and trying to keep them grounded and being like, no, you can't do that. Right. That is illegal or that's not acceptable. But then mm-hmm. also being like, oh, Eventually, yeah, let's do it. Eventually just relenting and being like, you know what, if you're going to do this, I might as well go with you. Try to exactly. keep you from getting in more trouble than you would. I mean, Styles dragged Scott into the woods for, for a, a dead, dead body. body. Yeah. So, like, of course, like, it just, it's like if you... And I mean, Sean pretty much drags Gus into the wherever all the time to find dead bodies exactly. and figure out who killed them. So it's just it, it it's funny because you have, you know, there obviously there are different levels of bromance right. throughout different shows. Um there's somewhere there see you could probably look at any show and find a bromance there. And um obviously, you know, there's there are so many others that we want to talk about, obviously, but we can't talk about all of them. Right. Um but like speaking of like different levels, you know, you have some where they're literally brothers, which is like Jason Alec from Shadowhunters and mm-hmm. the Mortal Instruments. Those two are literally brothers. You know, they adopted brothers, none the, right. but they're still brothers nonetheless. Um, and then you have like Rigsby and Cho from Mentalist, which 
they're best friends, but they're more of like they were forced to work together, right. so, so they became, they became friends. best friends. Yeah, right. Which and they have a very they also have a very interesting relationship because you don't see a lot of a bromance between them. It's more of just kind of like a camaraderie between the two, which right. is one of the levels. You know, you see them kind of being friends. But you don't see a lot of this, like, I love you, man. I love you, too. You're right. my brother. You just right. see them kind of being with each other. Um, and then, of course, you have, like, Steve and Dustin from Stranger Things. Adorable. Where they're, I mean, he's a, what, a 14, 15-year-old? Kid. Yeah, with, like, a 17, 18-year-old guy. It's, like, they, too, it's kind of it, unlikely. It's more, it's more kind of the, uh, older like the, the mentor, older brother exactly. type of ro- romance, which is still sweet. Exactly. It's still very sweet. And then we've got um, Ryan and Esposito from the show Castle. They're another two that probably met, you know... During work. Eventually, you know, working together. But they became very close friends. You know, they they tend to get partnered a lot yeah. together working on cases. And, you know, I'm pretty sure that um, es- or Esposito was one of Ryan's groomsmen yeah. at his wedding, I think. Yeah, and then, of course, correctly. you have, like, the literal brothers, which is Klaus and Ben from Umbrella Academy. And those two, like, I mean... If you are not willing to stick with your be- to stick with your brother or best friend after life, like mm-hmm. after death, and and it's revealed in season two that I'm pretty sure Ben, ben says that he stuck around because no, it, I think he said he didn't stick around because you know he was just scared of going to the other side. Basically, no, I thought he said that he stuck around because maybe it was. Be- I don't. He remember. stuck around for class, like he could have gone whenever. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm pretty sure he said that, that like he could have gone at any point, but he stuck around because. Yeah. And it's like it's like that's just like ultimate friendship, mm-hmm. you know, ultimate bromance. Just being like, oh, I'm not leaving you. I'm dead, but I'm still staying here. You right. Know? And like, so there are all these levels of the like the intensity, mm-hmm. and. On like a scale, you know, of course, Nate and Ray would probably be at the very top of the oh, intensity they'd be very high up on because the top there. they're they're right there. But then like right below them is you know Scott and Styles, and then Sean and Gus, Sean and Gus, and then Jake and Charles. Like, Jake and they... Charles would probably be a little bit lower on the scale yeah. just because it's not quite as intense, and it's more Charles is a little bit more intense in the bromance. Exactly. Than Jake is. So you know there there are all these levels of how intense a bromance can be and how right. how like. Um, how like connected mm-hmm. of of a bromance, you know, and there's some where they're like friends, but they're not best friends, but they also would die for each other, kind of thing, you know. Right. It it all and, depends. And when you're really thinking about it, I think when I when I tend to think bromance, I definitely think on like I tend to think like more the more intense, so, like yeah. not quite like they're more than like they're. I tend to think closer to, like, the best friendship than just, like, regular friends. Exactly. Like, bro TP, I feel like, is more of, like, the lower level of, you know, the chart. Like, just, like, a bro, saying bro TP, but saying bromance, I think of, like, Nate and Ray. Right. And Sean and right. Gus and Scott and Styles. Like, that's where I think, you know, so it kind of all depends, I guess. I um, think everybody kind of interprets it a little differently yeah. when they think, like, bro TP. And, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, I, I honestly want to make, like, a chart. <laughs> that just like I just want to th- I just want to go through Bro Tumblr to bromance. Yeah, I just want to go through Tumblr and be like, okay, where's who like what are the most intense bromances? What are the most right. intense ones? And then I'll do one with it where it's like the 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 male bromances and then the oh, female bromances and just see the intensity levels because mm-hmm. I mean you can be an intense bromance. Oh yeah, and it's just like and it's so much fun to watch. And like I said. I'm pretty sure every, pretty much every show, you can find a bro TP or a bromance somewhere. Like probably not, probably not as much with like the bromances because those are like, 
you know, like we said, like pretty much pretty intense. But yeah. like bro TPs, I'm pretty sure everybody has. I a mean, bro TP I'm gonna say like a, one of the bromances I'm thinking of that I didn't even think of earlier is Buck and Eddie from Nine One One. Oh yeah, they're they're like fairly like they're best friends. They like they call each other their best friends, mm. you know, and he's you know buck i mean buck was watching his kid was watching eddie's kid for yeah a while i mean he literally was like watching him in the middle of like a a tsunami tsunami. yeah so it's just like it's like that is a a whole nother level you know being like yeah i'm gonna let you watch my kid and it's like oh if it's like i'm like if you trust me with your kid right we are on a whole nother level right it's like you don't just you don't trust just anybody with your kid exactly and it's just like it's always you get to see these different levels in all these shows um i'm gonna now just go through all of my shows that i have and be (laughs) like okay Who's the bromance in this? Who's I know. who are we looking for? I mean, because it's like, because like when I watch shows, I tend to, um, I tend to like zero in on like the romantic ships mm-hmm. first, and then once I start watching the show, you know, more episodes, I tend to be like, okay, well, these two are gonna be best friends. I want these ones to yeah. be best friends. I want these two to be best friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is always fun too to find which ones you want to be. Yeah, the best friends and to have the bromances. And another one that I was just thinking about that is I feel like is for was forced together but became best friend or not. Okay, I feel like they wouldn't use the term best friends, but is um, uh, Finn and Munch from Law and Order SVU. Yeah. They're not. They I don't think they would ever use the term best friend because that's not who they are. Right. But you can clearly tell that they're like, they're kind of like a package mm-hmm. deal. Like in the first from like seasons two to you know ten. 2 to 12 basically they are but they are each other's partner mm-hmm. like that's what they do oh another one i just thought of i don't think it's on the list um but another one that could be considered like brothers uh jasper and monty from the 100 mm, yeah those two like we've we see it from the beginning of the show um that like they're like one brain cell between the yeah. two of them and they never have um, it and neither of them has it um, but, like, those are another pair that are basically brothers. Like, I'm pretty sure that Monty, I think Monty says it at one point that, like, every memory he has of, like, growing up, that Jasper's right there with yeah. him. Um, and, like, we see the two of them pretty much never without the other yeah. in the first few seasons until Jasper, unfortunately, um, you know, dies. Yeah. So, and that, that was a beautiful moment between the two of them as well. Yeah. Getting to see them kind of, you know, be, be vulnerable with each other. And, um, I don't think they, I want to say they say I love you at some point to each other. Just kind of like, you know, I love you, man. But I don't remember for sure because I haven't watched the first couple seasons in a while. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're another one that I, I, I consider a bromance too because they're like, they're best friends. And they, yeah. they would do anything. I exactly. Mean, they would do anything for each other. I have like, no doubt. Obviously, you I know, mean Monty named his son after Jasper. Yeah. So I mean, like, and obviously every show, I I guarantee you that if you look at in any show, there is a bromance in there somewhere. There's either a bro TP or a bromance. Like there, it's there somewhere. Mm-hmm. You I just think, have to look. I think most people. I think some people probably like use the term bro TP and bromance. They kind of use them interchangeably. Yeah. Um. Like I said earlier, I think it's kind of open to interpretation for a lot of people on what they consider you know a bro tp and a bromance Mm -hmm. um i mean i i tend to use bro tp more than i do bromance. i tend to use bromance i think more 
just because it for some reason it makes sense to me is to use right. the term bro bromance. I think I think I tend to use bro TP as a more generalized term. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I use bromance for like the like the super intense ones. Yeah, for sure. Um. So I mean, all in all, it's like I think like having a bromance and like bro TP on a show is there's a range, there's a scale of you know mm-hmm. how intense it'll be or where they are. You know, if they're best friends or if they're brothers or what kind. You know, whatever kind. Um, hopefully hopefully there's that it continues to be a thing hopefully it's not something that people are like oh well no these guys can't be best friends you know they're right. guys like hopefully it doesn't it's happen like, no, we need to see more healthy male, male friendships yeah. that are willing to be vulnerable and yeah. you know share their emotions with each other without having that like oh we're guys we can't yeah say that to each which other which isn't which is you know nate and ray are very much in that sense they're like ah, i don't care they're like, yeah, yeah, I don't care. I mean, you're my best friend. I love you, man. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, I mean, if you guys have any bromances or bro TPs that you, you know, you've seen in your shows that you watch, um, feel free to like tweet us and let us know what those are, what your favorite ones are. Right. Or if you, if we talked about one that you love as well, let us, let us know and we'd love to talk to you about them. Um, you can find us on Twitter. I am at JillyBean729. That's G-I-L-L-Y-B-E-A-N 729. And I am at Annika Davila. That's capital A-N-N-I-K-A-D-A-V-I-L-A. And you can also find our podcast at TTFab Podcast on Twitter. So um, we hope that you guys join us in next week. And we are so thrilled that you guys were with us tonight. Um, so let us know what you guys think. Have a good night, you guys.